Good afternoon. I'm the Reverend W. Douglas Banks, and I am a sixth-generation descendant of third president of the United States and slave that he raped by the name of Sally Hemings. They are both my fifth great-grandparents. In 1751, the Pennsylvania Provincial Assembly, part of the state's colonial government, paid for, in that time, around 100 pounds for this large bell that hangs now here in this room. Cast in London's white chapel bell foundry, the bell arrived in this city in August of 1752. Because of the metal being too brittle, it cracked during the test strike and had to be recast twice. Though it was mended over time, the years did not withhold the crack, and it did not with time withhold the stand of time. Nearly 100 years after that time, in 1846, the mayor of Philadelphia requested that the bell be rung on George Washington's birthday. Though attempts were made to repair the existing fracture in the bell for the occasion, and the bell reportedly told loud and clear at first, it subsequently became, quote unquote, irreparable, cracked and dumb. Beyond any human repair, it had been taken now out of service. The sound of freedom's ring proved too strenuous to be demonstrated by this fragile symbolic representation of this country. And ironically, now when we gather together annually on this day, the bell of liberty cannot be rung. It simply can only be tapped. I find no better metaphor to express the condition of these yet-to-be United States of America. For if we are honest, we will have to admit today that the sound of freedom has never been clearly heard in this country by all of its inhabitants. And most, if any, have not heard anything but a tap. The tragic reminder of this day of so-called independence that America has settled for is that we have settled for tapping instead of ringing a bell for freedom. When the bell is built to be rung, but because of its flaws and its cracked, it only can be tapped. We settle for tapping when we justify systemic racism instead of seeking justice. We settle for tapping when we refuse to acknowledge that there is a difference between immigration and kidnapping an entire people. We settle for tapping when the glass ceilings and dog whistles of politics still remind us that there is a dominant culture that seeks to overrule everything. We've settled for tapping when a seated president tacitly affirms the belief of white power via social media and then vocally denounces the notion that black lives matter by saying it is a motivation of hate. Despite America's desire to ring the bell of freedom to be resounded all over the world, it cannot be heard because the ring is not for all. And unless the sound of liberty is loud enough to be heard by all of its inhabitants, then true freedom will not ring in this country. Your founding fathers only intended for the sound to be heard by its dominant culture 
and the freedom to be wrong for all, if not any, to not be heard. We cannot experience liberty if only liberty is for one poor person and liberty is not for all. As the feeble attempts of the descendants of owners of enslaved people have sought to tap a bell that can no longer ring the sound of liberty, the descendants of those enslaved people now have sounded the alarm that freedom can no longer be withheld. That alarm was sounded when Frederick Douglass declared in 1852 that the conscience of the nation must be aroused, the propriety of the nation must be startled, the hypocrisy of the nation must be exposed, and the crimes against God and man must be proclaimed and denounced. That alarm was sounded when Emmett Till's bludgeoned body was broadcast for all the world to see in 1955. That alarm was sounded in 1968 when Martin Luther King Jr. stood on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial and pronounced the nation's need for freedom to ring. That alarm was sounded in 2016 when Colin Kaepernick knelt during the national anthem to make a stand against police brutality against black men and women. And that alarm was sounded in 2020 when George Floyd was murdered in the public square in broad daylight under the knee of a police officer while the world heard him cry out, I can't breathe. What I've come to declare today is that we can no longer settle for tapping. If we really want the world to hear freedom ring, then we must continue to sound this alarm. And so today, we sound this alarm through uprising and protest and stands against injustice, through riots and upheavals declaring we will no longer be bound. We sound this alarm 13 times for Eric Gardner, for Michelle Cousseau, for Tanisha Anderson, for Tamir Rice, for Natasha McKenna, for Walter Scott, for Fernando Castile, for Botham John, for Atiana Jefferson, for Breonna Taylor, for Elijah McCain, for all of my children, and for our God. For until all of America knows justice, then none of America can truly know peace. And so as you celebrate your day of independence, I conclude for my people with the prophetic words from the biblical writer Amos. Take away from me the noise of your songs. To the melody of your harps, I will not listen. But let justice roll down like the waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. No justice, no peace.